0: you can check out all the episodes of the table of truth on our website www.tableoftruth.com welcome everybody to the table of truth this is your man cam with me as always is yo
1: yo what up guys it's Dwayne marchant (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh this show your other boy cam cam square aka black cam black adam what's good
0: and we are the table truth we're back another edition talking a little bit of music a little bit of sports kind of try to stay away from all the crazy uh world news and just like be a little lighter today <laughs>
1: Yeah, bro, no, about to get blown off the map. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could easily talk about all the, the, the current news and all the, you know, basically we're all going to die. We got about 16 years left. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, but instead, but said, yeah, exactly. But instead, we're going to talk music. So, uh, all of us listen to a couple of new albums. We're going to start off first with the new Lil Wayne album, Carter Five. Uh, I took I listened to it, it reminded me that I don't like little Wayne albums, <laughs> <I> like singles. <laughs> <laughs> not to mean I don't like Lil Wayne, just like now I realize like I'm like like Carter Four was good, but I wasn't like I'm not a super huge fan, but I do like him on tracks. So I don't like a full album of him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But but I mean he sounded good, it's good production. Like, you know, it sucks that Drake does Lil Wayne better than Lil Wayne does Lil Wayne, but what you gonna do?
1: I mean, I, I like the album, man. It, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to digest in one sitting, pause, because it's 23 tracks.
0: Yeah, but, that was other thing.
1: Yeah, I think when when The Carter Four came out, what, 2011?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: So, I feel like a lot of these songs he's probably sitting on, and um, they have to go back in the booth and work on the vocals, but I thought he released, to me, I think it's better than The Carter Four. I thought he released a solid album for being away that long. Mm. And It's actually English, unlike a lot of music that's being played today. And like, there's sentences. So I think that's one of the reasons why I like
0: it as well. It's in the predicate
2: word. (laughs) Yeah, we, I mean, we had a discussion about this in an earlier uh, side chat about Lil Wayne's place in, like, as far as like a, a respected MC. And you may not be a fan of Lil Wayne, or you may have been like, of casual fan when he was with the cash money crew and you like you know because when we were in college I was like yo Wayne got skills because I was a fan of juvenile you know them them dudes even though I was like more East Coast biased I respected that that movement they was doing and little Wayne always stood out to me um but he you know he evolved and then there was a time where little Wayne was like considered one of the best at it and it was during his uh (coughs) excuse me quote unquote mixtape era days right
0: yeah, he did a. Uh, there was a. I think what day was it? Oh, it was day what day? What year? There was a year where he was on something like a record of like thirty or forty tracks that all were on uh, the he, Billboard two hundred.
2: And he was on his, his POC stuff. Like he was dropping an album like every two weeks or something. Remember, you know? he was yeah, but he,
0: yeah, yeah. They're they're saying like, um, yeah, there was like I forgot what year it was, but it was maybe like thir- uh, two thousand thirteen or something. But he had so many guest appearances, and they were all all like top two hundred Billboard uh, songs and like didn't make no they had no album just mixtapes and then just did features all day and it was just like everywhere
2: you know what's crazy when i listened to this last little wayne i mean i haven't i've never bought a little wayne album but i've always liked him when he was on the uh, gangster grills albums and stuff like that and I, I i was like always thought he was dope got into skating i feel like that's something that I, I appreciate because you know he was in the news for a lot of other stuff outside of music and it was almost kind of scary we was like we don't know where he was Gonna go, what direction he was heading, but he finally kind of found some focus. Yeah. Listening to this new album, and it sounds like he's sober. If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, you know, it's the weird thing. Like before the Carter Four came out, before he went to jail in New York for that gun charge, that's when he was releasing his best material. And
2: yeah. then when
1: he came out, then he had to be sober. And, like, because, you know, you got your parole officer checking in. You're going to get those random drug tests. Mm-hmm. So, like, after that, like, he fell off. Because I mm-hmm. think the 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 drugs was fueling his creativity and helping him a lot. So, like, yeah. I kind of backed off a little way. And I'm like, uh, this dude's, like, releasing, like, like, he was on songs. I'm just like, yo, what are you saying now? <laughs> but I think now he's able to, like, live sober. Even if he's not sober, but he has, like, a balance now where he's back to, Maybe not back to the top of his game, but at least he's respectable and he 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 definitely put out a, a solid album. So
0: yeah, I mean that was kind of like uh, like uh, Gucci Mane, how huh? you know he was always drunk through all of his albums, and then when he finally like went to jail, got sober, came out, started like put down the pork, uh, picked up a ju- <laughs> a green juice, and started to yeah. eat, eat better and stuff, and then he mm-hmm. got to a good point where he could be. To be creative without having uh, drugs and alcohol, and it just took him a while to get to that point, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think, like Wayne's, on kind of like <laughs> in that similar boat where it's like, it's. A, I mean, it's like I said, it's a good thing. It's dope now. I can be oh, like, yeah. you know, you know, start being more creative. Doesn't have to be on lean or anything like that. Now it's more about like what, where is it going to take him and how he's going to evolve. Because I mean, you know, he still has all the unfortunate label drama
2: and all that other dumbness. Yeah, you know, it was wild it, that you know we look at. Gucci Man and Wayne, but then you look at a person like Kodak Black, he got hella fat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> mean, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fan, it is <laughs> weird <laughs> to see these dudes going opposite directions <laughs> because I was just thinking because I was like, Gucci Man went from like sloppy to like shaped up. He was cool, yeah, man. He
0: fit, got a personal. Sh- he was like, I like, yeah. I, I read one of his
2: articles or one of his interviews. Like, this post- ain't got nothing to do with music, it was just. <laughs> Uh, Kodak Black has just been in the the, the trending topic and he been, they have a meme out where he's just standing there and somebody put the image of a microwave of food and he oh, yeah. <laughs> man I was so weak so <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, anyway uh, I, I want to get back to the Wayne album real quick I want to say one of the songs that really stood out uh, was the song mess and I feel like he should have started that album off with that song it was a really good song <clears throat> He was really breaking it down, and then like everybody was on the 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 K Dot collab, and I was like, "All oh, right, that's cool," but it didn't really hit me like it hit other people. You know what I'm saying? That that song didn't stand out like the the song "Mess" that and a few others. And I didn't expect it to be as this long. And I yeah. think the thing about Wayne's album, and I, I agree when I listen to another podcast about it that the sound the the music sounds a little dated.
0: Yeah, which yeah. is. Which is crazy because it has the same similar uh, producer rotation that's yeah. popular right now. So it's like we're already old. We're I mean we've already been over it, but we're over the that sound. Even though that's literally a lot of his sound that kind of like permeated, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's
0: gotten so uh, commonplace that now the all the you know people that took it and ran with it, they've kind of took it to a certain different place already. So now mm-hmm. when you hear like people that did it originally, it's always like, oh man, this is old already. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's that that's that's my uproar. Yep, <laughs>
1: I'm like, yo, wait, G. Death, what is this?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but it, I mean, but that's what usually what happens is like you know the people that you know it's not who uh, who in- invented it, it's who innovated it, and so people are, have already taken all of that Wayne was already doing, and then now took it to all these different levels, good or bad. But it's like so when he comes and does it, they're like, oh, this kind of sounds dated. And you're like, no, actually, this is just the original stuff. You guys are just so used to the the toy stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He had that one song where uh, that always stood out to me. It, the beat has been used before, but he was like a doctor, and these dudes was whack, and he was trying to bring them back to life and give them. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dr. Yeah. Carter that was pretty. Yeah, that, that was pretty. That was one of my favorite songs that always stood out to me. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean that's the thing. He, like I said, he can rap, he can write. No, oh, that's just dope. So that no.
1: Yeah, go back and listen to the Carter Three. I played it like a month ago. Yo, it. It's 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 an amazing album, man. Okay, it, so what
2: is the best Carter album?
1: For me, it's Carter Two. That's my favorite Carter album. Honestly, I mean, yo, I would put Lil Wayne in my top fifteen rappers
2: of all time. Nice. It's funny you say that. We're gonna we're gonna get to another topic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: so wait, there's other albums that dropped too. What do you guys think about Logic's album?
2: I okay, I'll, I'll say this. I, I know never... you like the Wu Tang part, but no. Well, so yeah, but I, <laughs> so a, a mutual friend of ours put me on the Logic and under, under that uh, Sinatra moniker, and I respect Logic. You know, like he's really dope, uh, but he's just one of those dudes that I would never buy his album. Like, even though I know he's like he he's one he's one step away from me. Like, acknowledge. Like, I buy Talib quality album, but I don't buy all his albums like this album this last album he came out with is really dope um not only for the wu-tang but it's actually different from it's a different sound from the rest of his album because i heard a couple of other albums and it's like dope it's just a different era like if i was a little bit younger he would grab i would gravitate to him more but um the dude is undeniable his his skills is there he can rap he got flow he can carry an album you know he he has a solid album um, and this latest project was really, really good, and I, I feel like I'm gonna buy it off. This, like, I mean, having Wu, having the the whole Wu Tang on there helps a lot. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that I, just, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I was expecting yeah, yeah, yeah. just like a, a cameo appearance from like water two. He literally had the whole clan. In well, there, and I was impressed by that.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was dope. I mean, um, Richter was the one I had put me on Logic way back, and like he was, he kind of explained it. He was like, yeah, you know. Logic smart because he does two types of albums. The first he'll do he'll do the Bobby Tarantino stuff, which is like your current sound <coughs> track. Yeah, excuse me. Eight oh eight, that let, kind of stuff. Let
2: me let me correct myself. Bobby Tarantino, not yeah. the Sinatra. is yeah, yeah. one of his homies he fools with. Excuse me.
0: So yeah, he'll do the Bobby Tarantino albums. That's like usually the you know eight oh eights, the freaking trap stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's more current to the sound. And then the Frank Sinatra stuff is more like the boom bap, like straight rhymes, his lyrics, <laughs> fitting and stuff like that. And so like I've been more partial to the Sinatra stuff because I'm older. And so like this album, I thought was Rick really dope. You know, it was cool that he kind of had the whole Wu Tang on it. He shouted out Mac Miller, uh, R.I.P.s. And um, but I thought it was a really solid album. I was just like, dude, this is pretty dope. He's like good production. Talking some good stuff, and like you know, he got to introduce the kitties to some group named Wu Tang Clans. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seriously, they're like, Oh, who's this? Who are these guys? This is a long song, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but yeah, one of my friends is like, Yeah, it was cool. It's like, I maybe I just have uh ADD now because the songs are hella long.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the world we live in now. People just want <laughs> shit to be super fast and short. Yep. So they could like get distracted by something else. Yep, exactly.
2: Logic is like a new atmosphere, but on a different, He not as emotional. But he had, yeah, yeah, I like a, a slight military, family. You know? Atmosphere was dope, yeah. Uh, especially when he did those projects with uh, MERS. Oh, yeah, should, yeah, yeah. Tribute to it's Lisa like, Kanae 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 and, and, and like Christina Ricci and stuff. Yeah, so I, I mean, that was like a real Do well, I don't want to get it back on my old head, but I'm gonna just say that was an era where like. It was kind of like this creative influx of art coming in because it, it was after the art golden era of rap but um i felt yeah. like it, it was just a really doped moment in time
0: yeah um, i think the i mean i'm i wish more of the younger artists would kind of understand that aspect of it like i thought it was kind of cool that 21 savage did that album with uh metro Boomin. It was just like all his beats, and then him just when Savage rapping. I don't like either of them, but at least they kind of got that one rapper, <laughs> one producer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, same same with. You're the, like, ah, uh, oh, they tried. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then it's like same with like uh, Prime with freaking Royce and Premier. Like that was dope. It's like, oh, one rapper, one producer. They did it, yeah, album. Yeah. You know, Ninth Wonder mm-hmm. was doing that with Talib, like you said. Atmosphere was doing that. You know, and so I think a lot of the rappers, if they got like someone like a Yadi, who I still don't. Like per se, but I see why people like him, and he <laughs> and he's smart. The one thing about Gotti that gave him props is is um, he can pick. He he has the uh, mutant power of uh, of Rick Ross, pick him dope beats, <laughs> and he knows how to how to collaborate with people. So I think if he collaborated with someone that was on that same realm, and that's all like, they just did one solid album. One rapper, one producer. Like I, like I wish more younger producers would take that route as opposed to just trying to, like, yeah. you know, like I uh, like Car- gang,
1: gang star, Eric B and Rakim Rock.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's not even about the feeling <coughs> you know, sound like those dudes, but just having that consistency. Like, there's too much. Uh, I think that was my thing with the Wayne album. Like, it, to me, it wasn't consistent. It was like twenty something tracks, and kind of all over the place. There's no cohesiveness. Where Logic was probably half that, but it still felt like a full cohesive album, like from start to finish.
1: Yeah, that's true. Wayne's album is just more of like twenty two tracks that yeah that don't tie into each other. There's nothing that like and that's the one thing about albums I wish more artists would focus on. I always say this like I want more like storytelling and like you don't have to make the whole album conceptual but make it like maybe think back to a track before like mention something, you know? But mm-hmm. it's not that way. It's not like they're going down writing a movie script. Yeah. They're in there and they're just
0: coming up with words and trying to make sense of it to a certain beat. Pretty much. I mean, and that's why it's like the, uh, with the rise of like, you know, the most of the quote unquote, the Littles and all that, it's like, it's more, and you know, cause that's, and that's SoundCloud based. Cause a lot of those rappers are single based. They're not like thinking of four albums. thinking about figuring single, Mm -hmm. single, 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 single. single, And then they're like, Oh shit, I got to put an album together. Well, let's just grab all the singles, throw them together. And then boom, that's your album where they're not thinking of a whole cohesive situation. And so, the people that do do that that's when they people label them as being boring as or old
2: or that kind of stuff.' true sure. interesting um yeah, I mean it, for this last month, a lot of good projects are coming out um and one of my favorites is coming out i am biased, obviously, but Ghostface came out <laughs> it.
1: yeah how I didn't get a chance to listen to Ghostface yet is that any
2: good? <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> not even acting cam square.
2: So, go, go no, to I me. mean, I'm gonna say this though. Look, I, I put up, I put something on uh, Facebook, and I said I ranked all the clan members from just albums, quality albums. And I put well, easily
1: go straight to number one.
2: Yeah, number one. Because exactly. I said I don't think he has a bad album. Yeah. Even his BS project is actually yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, and this this latest project was no them- different.
0: Yeah, he's the most consistent out of the woo the woo camp. Like, even yeah. if his album is not quote unquote good, it's still solid. Like, it's a solid album. Put, put
2: it like this, man. The 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 uh, the litmus test for me enjoying an album is like I literally shed a tear. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When the Chronic 2001 came out, I was like, wow, this album is amazing. Like, i I'm, I'm this is from like real talk as a a, a fan of music. When music really hits you, whatever it be, hip hop, jazz, whatever, it puts you in a place, a special place that you just like, yo, this is, and if you have, if you are a music fan, you're going to appreciate uh, how the production is put together, bars or whatever. And like Ghostface album, man, I'm like, yo, this dude, like he had like some clan members, like Master Killer going back to vintage Master Killer. He had E40 on there. Spin. I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So uh, Kendrick, one of Kendra, the uh, the, the Pimple Butterfly put me in that mode. Um, and I felt like it was crazy. I was like, this album is really, really, really good, and it's one of the few albums that put me in a, a place where I'm just like, yo, this is I'll uh, Planet Asia killed it. I mean, he he has a diverse group of MCs yeah, even
0: own. uh, who else is on there? Oh, a lot of the Doc Man was on there too, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, again, I'm a Wu fan, so I'm a ride with it, but I will be critical on. Obviously, other Wu members' that projects are not up to par, but I have to say, man, Ghostface really put a quality album. Like I said, Lil Wayne, this it's a, a decent, it's a good album. It's, I can't hate on that album. Logic put a really good album out, like, and he's gonna make me revisit his previous work and give it a second opinion. Uh, and I'm gonna actually go back to listen to all the Carters. And you know
1: what's cool crazy? Album. When you just mentioned Chronic 2001, I literally remember going to. Virgin Mega Store in Times Square in New York, and buying yeah. Chronic 2001 and Lil Wayne's first album, cause they both like dropped on the same day. So it's kind of crazy. Like mm-hmm. Lil Wayne been out for a minute, y'all.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing too, is like, you know, I think, uh, odd choice, but Michael Rappaport was talking about how Ghostface been in the game for like, <laughs> what? 20 some odd years, like 25 years or something like that.
2: 93? Yeah, and I was like, oh crap, that's right. And technically, th- technically ninety one, yeah, like yeah. Stuff. But ninety three is when they kind of came to light.
0: Yeah, but I think that aspect of it too, where it's just like, you know, being in the game with that long, with all these different studio albums, and still being able to come out with the album, be like, yeah, it's dope. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like this was like a solid album. Like it's great music, all that kind of stuff. I mean, and you know, you know, he does he. Like Ghostface does random shit. Like, he did that album with uh Bad Bad Not Good, which was super random. And it was, like, I don't know, three, four years ago. And it was yeah. dope. It was, like, a fun album. It was, like, jazz and freaking Ghostface. I'm like, wait, what is this? I mean, but it was good, you know, and he had fun with it.
2: I'm not going to get on my wax politics with Ghost, but I think he had a renaissance moment when he hooked up with Adrian Young.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. So. But I think, also, I think the the, you can hear, one, you can hear... He's you know, he's older now, so you can hear his voice and that. But also you could tell that he still cares. Like that's my thing with the older rappers now. It's like True. It's like when they rap, you could tell if they care or not. Like, you know, when
1: Because it's, it's a young man's game. Like you're 100%. not just releasing, yeah, you're not releasing music just to release it. Yep, pretty much. You're not <laughs> trying to get out of contract, you just like yo, this is what I love to do.
0: Yeah. Speaking and even of, like, the, like uh,
1: even Styles P. Yeah. Like Styles P is still making music, man.
0: Yeah, I think that's dope. And even like cuz like I wasn't a fan of uh Jay-Z's 444, but I could tell that like listening to it that he actually cares about rapping and still like yeah. enjoys it, you know? And I think that aspect of it for some of the older heads, they're not some of them are some of them are still into it, some of them are not. But then when they're on a track that they're actually into, like even Snoop sound inspired when he was rapping with him at E40, where it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, Snoop's Lazy doesn't really do that. He's doing all like a million other things not rap, but he didn't sound like <laughs> It didn't sound like he was just phoning it in. He was actually like being Snoop I'm like, oh, I was, he's actually enjoying, you know, doing a collab with these dudes.
2: I'm and waiting on. I, I want Snoop to really like. It's rare that you get like vintage Snoop. You're not know, gonna you get gangbanging like I'm out to not gangbanging, but like that Snoop was like a vicious lyricist. Yeah, I haven't heard that Snoop, but in spots. Yeah, like he had an album like kind of like five, eight years ago, and it was the album where he had Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah. yeah that was he got a track where he just gassed. And I was like, man, I ain't heard this Snoop since doggy style. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like who wrote this? <laughs> yeah. Like Snoop Dog- Snoop is man, I, I just there's a point, there's a part of me that thinks Snoop underachieved as like a a lyricist. Like there's because I feel like he could do so much more. He was so much, he was really versatile.
0: Yeah, um, but I think he he like got too big, too fast on the the more the simpler stuff. So once mm-hmm. he, you know, kind of like what Inspector Deck was saying, he was like, "I'm over here bombatomically while all these other dudes are, <laughs> are are doing simple raps." If I would have known, I could have just done simple raps. I would have just done simple raps. You know, mm-hmm. I think I mean, he knew- Snoop always had the simple kind of words every now and again, but it was
1: just he did have aggression and like word wordplay. You know what I mean? Like nah, he was, in was in that, Ill, in that county. Count Dracula one two like oh, he's yeah. always had that in his flow. But, but Snoop
2: Snoop Snoop was slick man. Snoop could have some work. Like, yeah, yeah. Young Snoop, is probably
1: a better word. You're right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Snoop yeah. Young Snoop was aggressive like Ice Cube. Like we don't really talk about him as like one of the greats, but there was a point where Ice Cube held the crown. He was the best lyricist out. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: and he was he was writing for a bunch of other people too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the other thing too. It's like my like. For the older heads nowadays, it's like I just—I'm just curious to see who actually still cares. Like, kind of yeah. like even with Eminem, like I'm not—I'm not—I like again, I like Eminem in singles, but not in albums. But you can still see that he actually cares about rapping. Like he still likes to rap, whether you agree with it or not. But at least he puts that effort in, and he's like, you know, he's—I mean, you know? yeah, his last album, he attacking everybody that talked about him. So. Yeah, and he—he he, <laughs> he was like, and he was on it. He was not like yeah. slacking, you know. So I, so I think as the older, now that we're entering the phase where like. The the rap heroes are now in their 40s and slowly get into their 50s. Now it's gonna be interesting to see how that keeps playing on. You know, are are people gonna age gracefully or they're gonna bow out, or you know, like what is that? What does that even look like? You know? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So there
1: Crazy. was a track on the Compton album where Snoop Spaz Joe. I was like, yo, yeah. who the hell is like, this? Yo, yeah, I'm trying to look for a cam right now so I can so- tell you the name. But I was snoop. like, sometimes yeah. gold
2: goes, goes bananas, and you like,
1: whoa. Yeah, I didn't like, even know it was him though. I was like, yo, yeah, what's wrong with Snoop? Like, he went
2: in. I said, yo, who woke him up? I'm like, man, I gotta is, find oh, track, y- this murder was the case, Snoop. That's the snoop. Oh, yeah,
0: 18, 16, 17. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even looking it up. Like, Ghostface has <laughs> 17 studio albums now, not counting Wu Tang stuff, and,
2: and um, not one of them terrible.
0: And, like, dude, that's kind of crazy, man. And, like, literally from, you know, his solo was 96, but, you know, the Wu stuff, 93, and a little bit before that. But so he's been doing music for a long time, man. That's, that's, a, that's crazy. A, yeah, that's, I think that's the part that, to me, the younger – I'm curious to see, you know, when we're in, in our 50s and we're like, are we still going to be talking about, you know, Snoop and Ghost and all that kind of stuff? They're rapping in their 60s and stuff like that. Or is it going to be kind of like, oh, I remember that time. The time was fun. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think they – it's gonna push it where
1: these dudes are probably gonna be in Vegas having like a night, you know what I mean, like a yearly show renting shit out because some rappers do go to Vegas and they have a certain month where they're performing at these these locations. So oh yeah, and they get I paid. Think they'll be around, yeah, and yeah, they get
0: paid like so much money to do that shit. But I don't mm-hmm. think
1: these like these new rappers,
0: I don't know, man. Like like Migos, like are they gonna be around in five years? Mm, I don't know. They. I am not a fan of them, but I see the moves that they're doing now individually. And that's one of the things that's interesting. So now each one's slowly starting to do their own thing, which is basically the same thing, but at least individual. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) But but what was the what was the Migos of our time? Was it the Hot Boys? The who? The Hot Boys. The Migos. Nah,
0: I would say I would say, you know what? I would say almost like a no limit issue if you want to go that way. It's like the core no limit, not like the 17 million offshoots. Mm. Like the, was it Silk the Shocker, Master P, and uh, the other cat? The so oh, it jail. I forgot. BG. Uh, C murder? Oh, BG? Yeah, BG, BG, BG and C. Murder. Jail. Yeah, so it's like. Wait, what was
1: BG was with. Hot Boys, right?
2: BG. Yeah, yeah like, BG. Uh,
1: Turk, yeah. Little was, Wayne, Juvenile. I, oh, that was hot. Oh, boys. Wait, wait. Hey, yeah, it probably BG was on.
2: Because uh, he did a song with Prodigy off the HNIC album. And I was like, I'm a fan, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't like BG before, but he he did stand out because of his flow. Cause I was more of a juvie little Wayne dude, but BG, when he got, like, I always loved it when dudes from different regions hooked up for music and like, yeah. made, like something really random. You know yeah. what
0: I'm saying? I always thought that was dope. Like the, one of my favorite random remixes <laughs> is hella hard to find. My friend had it on wax was on a, on a white label. Was a uh, freaking Ghostface not a Ghostface uh ODB and E40 on uh the Shimmy Shimmy Yow remix, which is yeah. hell hard to find. But if you hear it, it's freaking amazing, <laughs> and it's so random because you're like, how did this even happen? But like, that's the kind of stuff that I think that's uh awesome, and then kind of cool. And I think that I'm curious to see the. I wish there was more inner collaborations with all the younger kids. Cause it's like, you guys are telling us that you guys are the new stuff, blah, blah, blah. completely fine. Don't care about that. I'm old. But if you're not interacting with each other and doing those crossovers and, and lifting all you guys up at the same time, it's literally going to be crabs in the barrel. We'll slowly, but surely they're all going to drop off once whoever dies from Xanax or another person dies from whatever and all that kind of stuff. Then you had that awkward moment with um. Oh, I didn't even watch the hip hop awards, but I just heard, I heard stuff. Yo,
1: what if I'm still thinking about the Migos? Would it be the Fujis? No. no. No, I'm just thinking about three people that came. To, it doesn't have to be three, but I'm just thinking about people that came together. And granted, they haven't done anything single wise or away from each other, album wise is what I meant. But the Fujis came to mind because like they were good as a group. They had the recognition as a group. And yeah. then when they split out, they still were able to like. If you put there. it that way, yes. That's the only, yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. That's how I'm comparing them in terms of popularity. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. Because yeah. then, um, I mean, I was thinking like I can't the say the lot. Nah, no, no, I was thinking just gimmicky, not gimmicky, but just, but just the style that wasn't as popular, but it was hot. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get him up, no, No,
2: nah, yeah. You know what? I would no. actually,
0: you no, know I, I would, I probably would say the Hot Poison. Or like a combination of that, category. because not everybody
2: yeah. liked the Hot Boys. Yeah, but but you couldn't deny they was popular. Yeah. But then over time, it grew on me. Like I go back and I remember what is it? Uh, 900 degrees, 100 mm-hmm. degrees, whatever the album was by Juvi, <coughs> and he had that uh, that one song. And you know, back there, I mean, it was that was a movement from from like the late '90s to the early 2000s. The Hot Boys, tall tees. <laughs>
1: you know, it was, it yeah, was the the late nineties, like right when Biggie and Pac passed, that's that's when they it was wide open. DMX, We had yeah, like you had Jay Z jumping on a on a remix with Jim and <laughs> that, so you knew you knew they were like making noise.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. I think you know because I, I, I remember when I heard Ha for the first time, I thought that was a joke, like a parody. Yo, song. you, yo, me, Anthony were in tears. I was like, well, I didn't you listen to it now. It it, it goes. It's no, sad. no, one hundred percent, obviously. I, but also at the time, I was thinking about what I was listening to per- first and then hearing that for the first time. And I was just like, what is this? Because it literally was different from everything else I was currently <laughs> listening to. And Bro, when it, I
1: first heard Return of the Mac, I was like, yo, this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't could stop laughing. But put on Return of to the
0: Mac today. I'm like, yo, that's my shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> crazy, crazy.
0: Damn. I mean, I, I, like, I'm trying to think with us, there's something. Yeah, ha definitely. When I heard that, I was like, what is this, dude? Yo, same. Bro, I was dude. like, yo, this is this is what they're doing down south. Yeah. It's
1: one of those songs you hear a few times. It's like, ah, right, and I I, yeah, I, I, you know I it, it.
0: you know what it was? I, I put it in the same lump of like uh was it hay in the middle of the farm and like some other random Midwest, like random stuff that was <laughs> coming out at that time. Yeah. There's like a bunch of one-hit wonders that were just kind of coming out with stuff, and I was like, ah, this is just like that, whatever. And then freaking back that ass came, up, uh, ass came out, and then just freaking oh, that crazy. took over the whole nation for what? <laughs> <laughs> for a full year, probably a full calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and it's still known if you play it right now. People are like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put the, just the beginning. If that, com- if that, just the intro comes in, all of a sudden, chicks get crazy and just like go nuts.
2: Back <laughs> that ass up was like the new version of the Luke, Captain coming, Captain coming. Yeah, true, true. Rah, 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 and then the whole crowd of Yo, women, which is kids don't
1: know out. anything about Luke nowadays. <laughs> nah.
0: No, Luke's nah. they're gonna be like, what is that? Well, I mean, He's even the with the, even with, um, like uh you like, that tennis, huh? yeah Yeah, but even like that's ghost town djs with my boo i remember when i was djing this girl comes up to me she's like hey can you play the running man song i was like what and she's like yeah the running man song i was like i don't know what that is she's like you don't know what that song that's like everyone knows that song i'm like no i don't know it." i was like this is what you do go google what it actually is called and then come back to me and she legit went to the corner googled running man song artist
2: <laughs> and then she came can you, hey cam you cam you was on
0: your soapbox <laughs> yep, <mistakes>. literally literally <laughs> y'all looking down at them too y'all these devils and then she came she back like... she came up to me and she was like uh could you play Go, my boo by ghost town Go, djs <laughs> i was like yeah. sure no problem i got you girl <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> But, but again, people have short memories and we are now officially old. Like we've been listening to rap and all this stuff for, you know, now over 20 years and we have those long memories. And now we're talking to people that are 21, 22, 23, 24. i had to explain to my old coworker, he's 23, what a freaking, um, what, how important a soundtrack was in, in the 90s and early 2000s. And i was like because he was talking about the just back with the black panther. those are the good old those are the golden yeah, yeah, day yeah. soundtracks bro exactly it's yeah. so i was telling him because he was talking about the black panther soundtrack he's like yo this is dope it's like interesting mix of people da, da, da. i was like oh yeah yeah. it reminds me i was like it reminds yeah, me it was, about- Bob cam was- showed up like uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, well, well exactly. actually, <laughs> yeah.
0: what you need to do is look up yeah. uh, Jersey Drive and Soul in the Hole. And I was like, hey, hey. It's, like, it's like the soundtracks back in the, the 2000s when they used to do da 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 And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> like, literally, he's 23. So he's, like, born in, what, 20? He's born in 98, I think, or 99, oh, something gosh. like that. So, But I had to, like, I was like, all right, go look up these names. And he looked up Jersey Drive, High School High soundtrack, um... Which one? Soul in the Hole, Fates of Black. <coughs> Faking, I
2: have to say, um, let me let, me, let me Fighter, Soul in the Hole, <laughs> still one of the Boomerang,
0: bad- Boomerang two. Yeah, and what's but what's also interesting though is it's actually kind of hard to find because of the la- uh, licensing and all that kind of stuff. So it's harder to find the full soundtracks, um, like on like a. Uh, Apple or like a Spotify or all that that had the full thing like as it used to be like you can see you can find a couple of them but a lot of them you can't you have to either go on U- uh YouTube or something like that but yeah. I was telling it I was like because I was like yeah I was like um like you know Wu-Wear that's only on the High School High soundtrack he was like what's that I'm like you know Wu-Tang Wu-Wear he's like I never heard that track I was just like oh lord <laughs> <laughs> and like he went to go listen to it he's like yo this track is awesome wait I've never heard a song in my life and I was like <sighs> shit but that, you know, back then, like you said, the the soundtracks were dope. And even, you know, those rant like the, what was it? Uh, oh, Have Plenty and Sprung. Like those are just, you know, indie movies. Not many people watched it, but the soundtrack is dope. They had like, you know, new artists. They have one-off tracks of other old established artists that you never heard or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they broke a lot of artists too, because that's how you would break new artists. That's what I was telling them. I was like, yeah, there's no SoundCloud. There's no hub for <laughs> To break new artists, so they would use it on soundtrack, and even um, I think Outcast, their very first song is on a random ass like soundtrack or like a compilation album. It's not yeah, even that's heard.
1: true. I'm like the first time I ever heard Case was on a uh, Touch Me Tease Me with Foxy Brown and like Mary J. Blige on was that Nutty Professor? Oh yeah, Woo. that song was fire, oh, yo! That was a
0: dope soundtrack. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's how and that you know those soundtracks were kind of like how you got introductions to new music and. People that you would never hear before and then you would follow them later like i remember when i don't know i think it was like john b or something like that and babyface and everyone thought it was just babyface and then they're like nah it's a white guy that sounds like him and then he had his own career um just based off that yeah. one um,
1: and yeah it was the one with babyface you're right and he was with tupac too that helped him out yeah that's right yep, yeah. I remember
0: that too keep your head up he
1: was the one singing but we never saw him in the video
0: yeah yeah right and you know same with videos like videos were how you learn about new music Mm-hmm. Times, so, times have changed. Oh yeah, yeah. I, like I, again, I'm talking. I'm like telling him this like <laughs> as like a, as, like and it was a hundred percent a back in my day story. <laughs> and wow. he's like, and he started writing it down. He was like, oh, hold on, hold on, let me let me write these like soundtracks down. He started doing like he's like, oh, I found it on Wikipedia, it was pretty cool. And then this person was on that, and like, yeah, it was, it, it hurts my heart, but it was also cool.
1: <laughs> Reminiscent.
0: Yeah, exactly, but. I mean, and to his credit, like he's a younger kid and he stays up on current music, but he's also open to people like letting him know about stuff. And so like, he would be like, oh, my- oh. you know, so that's why I gave him a lot of credit because he would, he would ask me about people. And if I didn't know them, I would actually, you know, he I would he'd give me some recommendations and I was like, all right, I'm gonna listen to him. Like, oh, Okay. It wasn't for me, but I see what you're talking about and vice versa. And so it was actually pretty dope. Cause I was telling him, I was like, yeah, you know, a lot of the younger kids, aren't necessarily into that, but I'm glad that you're at least curious to hear other stuff, whether you like into it or not or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: So I gave him a lot of respect for that. Cause like, you know, a lot of kids are just, I think the, the lack of curiosity is what is different now. Than before, like before I would listen to a dre the dr dre's album and then I would look at the liner notes and I would go find out those samples oh man now I learned about funk or jazz or this person or that person, and now you don't really have that level of curiosity like they, it's there, but it's not as um, deep even though they have more access to information now
2: yeah I mean we we both have to uh, like you know as much as we want to make sure the youth um understands that that our history is just as important and recognize we also have to be more adapt to being open to listening to music because we'll, we'll, we'll miss some good stuff we'll miss some gems you know what i'm saying so
0: yeah no that's definitely true my old um my old padawan i called her at bet she's <laughs> 25 and so she would always challenge me to listen to um the new music just just at least one go around like a listen to a full album so that that got me listening to like 21 Savage, listening yeah. to L- 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 Yachty it was the Yachty. I try.
1: I'm like, let me see if anything catches my ear.
0: Exactly. You know what? It's like, it's like, like as Cam has as coined the phrase, you gotta be a well-informed hater. And so I would listen, I would listen to Little Uzi Verts and I would like actually sit down and listen to Amigos album. And then that, but then it got me to a point where I'm like, all right, now I know some of this stuff is not for me. Some of it is like, say for instance, that did you guys listen to the new uh Travis Scott album? Yo, yeah. no, I haven't.
2: Okay, so I keep hearing this album is super fire, and I'm slowly getting around to it because I don't have any hatred towards Travis Scott, but I keep hearing that this it's album lit. is lit. Yeah, exactly. When I listened to it,
1: I thought it was it was weird because when I played it, I was like, "Yo, is this a new song?" Like it blended so cra- <laughs> it blended so crazy for a few tracks. I was like, "Yo." <laughs> Is he still? Is this still the same song? Like I had to take my phone out and be like, oh, "Okay, this is a new song," or "This this is the same song." Like, it's decent. It's not whack,
0: but I don't know. I, he's not really saying anything, yo. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I just I realized that I'm okay with it and accepted it already. I'm just like I like I. I think him future and. Like, Jesus Christ! In, I saw Future
1: in Vegas. So I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. but that's what I'm
0: saying. Like him and Future, and you know, Amigos are kind of the the kind of watershed moment of the current state of rap. You know, and then you have chameleons like Drake that kind of just you know he, you know take what he needs and kind of keeps it moving like that. Yeah. So, but I think, uh, like I just, I'm not a Travis Scott fan. Like I just can't. Just, I try. I listen he to it. Singles just, every now and again.
1: I rock yeah, with.
0: Yeah. I just, I'm like listening to it. I'm just like, nah, man. Like I see what you did with Kanye and some of the good stuff you did. But in general, I'm just like, eh, this, this not for me, dude. I'm, I'm like, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm accepting it. I'm accepting of it now and just being like, All right, I can move on now. Just, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that.
2: Um, man, I don't know. It's, just, it's like I said. It's been a it's been a good month for music. Um, I'm not mad at the uh, projects that these people or these new artists or these artists of now are putting out, um, but there, there, there. It was, just, it was a moment where I was just kind of on a, on a break from music. But uh, right now, it's been, it's been really good. I mean, I wish we had our fourth member here. We have a uh, <laughs> s- small debate going about where. Uh, Jada KISS ranks in the Pantheon of all time greats. Mm-hmm. And our panel member, Ant who is a huge Jada KISS fan is claiming that he's a top 10 spitter and put a gun to my head. I said, no, he's not, he's he's a respected MC. No doubt his history, but I can think, I know I can think of
0: 10. Oh yeah, easily off the top of the head. But I think also oh. too, you know, I mean, of course it's subjective and blah, 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 blah. But, like, in general, I think, you know, it, it just really, really depends on what the criteria is for that. You know, I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, even, you know, either coast will be very leaning left or right. Whether you know, If you're on New York, you're going to be very heavily on the New York situation. You're on the West Coast, you're going to be very heavily on the West. Like, there's, like... The the biggest difference I learned from living in both coasts was like a lot of West Coast people would listen to a lot of New York just as much as the local stuff. And I think a lot of the East Coast people didn't listen to like the rest of the region as much. So it's like I would say in the Bay Area in terms of like music wise, you li- we listen to all the stuff that was coming out of New York plus Bay Area stuff and have that in the same realm. But like
1: is that because New York sees
0: themselves or the East Coast sees themselves as the gatekeepers? Yep, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I definitely believe that i think yeah, that's like yeah, think it, so it, you know it's like that that's where it all kind of came from and so when you look at it from that aspect you know you're not going to give as much credence to people that were making as much noise or influencing it in other places like you'll respect it but you're not going to put them on the same level so like aunt saying Jadakiss is like top 10 spitter no one else in the rest of the country's gonna be like yeah that makes sense they're gonna be like
1: i don't know yeah
0: exactly like
1: they're going to be like, yo, Bun B's better than Jadicus.
0: Uh, there you go. You know? Or they'll say like T I or something, or they'll put in like, you know, Big Boy or something like that. Like people that you think are solid, but not necessarily a crazy top ten, but then they would put it in the same level. You know, that's how I look at Jadicus. I'm like, oh yeah, Jadicus is dope, but I wouldn't put him in like top ten of all time. You know, top twenty five, top fifty. Sure, why not? But you know, mm-hmm. there's definitely other MCs as that have influenced and put a, <coughs> a greater
2: impact on that level, you know. Yeah, 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 you most know. definitely. Because yeah, I, I was like, I was telling our our uh, patriot compatriot uh, that MF Doom is a better spitter than Jada Kiss easily Pure lyricism. Yeah, easily. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, you couldn't tell me any less. And he was, you know, to to <laughs> we had to convince him that Andre Three Thousand is the top ten all time spitter. Yeah. In my opinion, I think he is, man. He's yeah. dropped. Yeah. I mean, because what what was the criteria we? They well, with me, and,
1: I feel like. For you to make my top ten, you need to have a solo album.
2: Yeah, granted. I
1: get. I mean, you could give. I'm not going to argue that. But for my top ten, I need you to have a solo piece of work for you to make my list. I hear
2: that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually that actually is a very solid. And to that effect, though, someone like Dre, where you know they had a double album and it's literally two solo albums put together. But True. you're right, having a yeah. solid, like, I think you're right, having a full solid album, like we're talking about is like KRS-One, when we had that conversation with KRS-One, and like, I don't think KRS-One is in top 20, personally, but I'm not. that doesn't discount the impact that he's had on people that's, that are in the top 20, you know? and so
1: don't you ever disrespect the bronx like that
0: again (laughs) but that's what i'm saying so it's like there's always interesting weird criteria and then on top of that that's this is all old heads talking that because now we are we are all old because we're over 30. (laughs) crazy yeah we're like like that's that's really the like i didn't i didn't really like put that point until i started to like i said talk to my younger coworkers like 23 and like how he looked at music and to his credit again he was actually he had a lot of good stuff But one of the reasons... He's not the norm, though. So, like, you're
1: talking... Yeah, you're talking to one of the good ones.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's an outlier. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. He he definitely is. And the reason why, actually, the funniest part was the reason why um, me and him got cool, (laughs) because he said some, like, outlandish shit where he was, like... uh, I think we're... Oh, yeah, it was a Christmas party for the company, and we're at the bar, and he was just like, "Oh, I, you know, Kanye West is one of the most influential rappers in hip hop." And the bartender was like across the way, and he was like, "Bullshit."
2: <laughs> I mean, to his credit, he's the most, influ- exactly. most influential.
0: Exactly to this exactly, era. and that's what and that was the call conversation that we started to have. And so, like, it was I was laughing because the bartender literally came over, took the dude's drink away. He's like, "All right, explain yourself." <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna gonna give you this back if you're a coherent uh, argument. And he he gave him a solid argument. He's like, All right, continue. (laughs) But again, but then again, if you think about it, and then this, and that's when he started to, that's when I started to really think about generations where it's like, you know, there's a whole generation of people that only see Eminem as like an OG because he came in that 99 2000 realm. And so they started listening to rap around that aspect. This mm-hmm. kid's 23, he's been listening to hip hop for 10 years. That's let 2008, 2007. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know what I'm saying, like he's only he's been listening to hip hop for the last 10 years. And yeah, he's like Kanye, exactly, Kanye, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. So that when, when he start when he started saying that, that's when I really started to, have to take a step back and really think about the generations of how rap is looked at cuz again, we're older so you know we started in the in the 90s. Going all the way up until now, but you have a whole set of kids that started in the '99, 2000s, and another set of kids that started in the 2005, 2006, 2007, and now you're right. That's that's the Kanyes and all that, and then that made me realize even more why people get really upset about Kanye because they put him on a on a level of like we would put a Jay Z or a, um, a Biggie or a Tupac or you know Wu Tang Clan, Freestyle Fellowship, or whatever those type of are like rap heroes, like. A lot of people, Kanye's in that re- same realm because that's that's the generation that they grew up in. You know, where when when Kanye came out, we're just kind of like, "Oh yeah, it's that one producer guy, right? Oh, he's so oh, he's okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then he got good. We're like, "Oh, he's kind of good. That's dope. No, good, good for him." Oh, he can run. That's yeah, exactly. no, exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, good for him. Where other people were like, "Another album? Okay, this is okay." <laughs> yeah. Where other people are just like, "Yo, he's dope. Talking about some real stuff and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that producer. He's not that bad. He got he got some bars, you know." People write for him, that's cool. I think he, I think he hangs out with Consequence or something. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> but, but in, you know, i told this story before, but, like, um, when I was at BET, you know, hip-hop awards conversation or whatever, and one of the interns, Sakamai's top five, and his top five was Kanye, Jadakiss, uh, no, no, to take it back. It Kanye, uh, uh, Lloyd Banks, uh freaking who else he said random it was it was like yeah. it. oh big sean yeah. it was yeah it was kanye big sean uh lloyd banks and then he said i mean he said like you know like a jay-z or whatever like some like two people that are really obvious but it was super interesting because it was his, and, and again he's 20 been listening since he was 11 so in his mind big sean is almost an og now you know same mm-hmm. with which is crazy and like when and it's funny because I like I heard him out as opposed to just automatically like berating him. And I was just like, Holy shit, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like if you've only been listening to hip hop for the last maybe five to seven years, Big Sean has like four or five albums that were all like, you know, platinum and tons of hits and this and that, and like I can kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the what you know, the word J. Cole. Like J. Cole fans are super interesting because they, they really like that guy. <laughs> It's true. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah. was like tell me he's about this the other
1: day, and I was like,
0: oh, "Okay, yeah. yeah, Like he's good. He just, you know, he's boring. But that's because we're again. You we were like, "Okay, cool," but like, but a lot of people there that they grew up with Jay Cole is their dude. You know, it's true. Let
1: somebody say Slick Rick, they gonna be like, "Who's that?" So <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, Joe. It's like yeah, I heard the Ice Cube's kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> but I mean, but I, I'm trying to, and I've actually gotten to a better place where I'm getting, I'm, I'm trying to look at it from a holistic standpoint. So instead of being more negative, I'm more like listening to it and then showing or uh, showing it as opposed to, and sharing information as opposed to being like, ah, but you know, these kids, blah, 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 as opposed to be like, ah, well, check this person out, check this person, out. tell me what you think, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah that's a good way to do it to be honest yeah i mean it's you know it's gotta be positive and it's like yeah exactly i'm I'm still not gonna like travis scott or freaking little uzi but at least at least you you listen to give it yeah and 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 if someone listens it's something to the uh i have a good friend that's in uh he's like a vp at this um software company and like he's our age and his underlings you know they're like (laughs) associates or whatever like, they're talking rap stuff, and he was schooling all of them because he grew up in the Bay and the rap scene or whatever. So now he's, like, their rap guru. So he'll come, they'll come to him and be like, all right, so what should I listen to this week? And he's like, all right, take this, 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 and this. Come back. Let's discuss at the end of the week. And they'll have lunches <laughs> where they talk about rap music, and he'll just school them on certain stuff and, like, he'll ask them their opinions. I'm like, that's freaking dope. Like, I wish that would actually be a better show to, to just to kind of, like, have that bridging of the gap, you know, of the younger to the yeah. old.
2: That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. We got it. I don't know. We. I think we're in a good place right now, man. It's music is. Uh, it's 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 not making a comeback per se, but it's just like I have no beef with like the the state of culture. Yes, we still do some ratchet shit from time to time, but for the most part, I'm kind of content. You know. Yeah. You know what's crazy not, about man, music,
1: though? We would never. We're never going to get like that, those Michael Jackson moments. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you got to be at home at eight o'clock. This video is premiering. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like those days are good. That's the only thing that kind of sucks about music. And I do miss the the physical part of literally going to a store, picking up a CD, coming home, putting a CD in, or driving home with the CD on and like listening to it and like not doing anything else but doing that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean he- I, I was actually saying the same to uh talking to my girl and talking about that. I was like when Michael Jackson would release a, a video, it's like an event. Like it's prime time, eight PM. Everyone goes home and watches, you know, whatever channel it's gonna be on. It's gonna be a thirty minute video, maybe two songs, like everyone stopped what they were doing and they all focused on watching this one specific time and what, moment. what
2: was the one? Black and white? He really uh. that was like an like a... a it was black like and a, white? Remember yo, the time? No, it, 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 no it was not black and white. It was the, Remember the Time one where he had all those faces, right? Or what was the one he had? No, it was black and white. Black and white. Black and white? And white. Okay, yeah. yeah. That black, it was, like, Reddit, that was like primetime TV. Yeah, so was Remember the Time. Yep. Yeah. I remember
1: yeah. On a Sunday at like 8 p.m., yo.
2: Hey, so, okay, this goes out to the table of true fans out there. There is a thread on Twitter about Remember the Time and how Disrespectful Michael Jackson was in that <laughs> video. If you guys find it, I think it's <laughs> the most hilarious thread. Also, I want to segue. There's another thread uh, that came out in 2015 about what's her name Zola. Oh yeah yeah, 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 Zola. Yeah. Oh my god! For anybody that's familiar with this story, this was a story about uh, a girl, a stripper, and her pimp, and it was and it was done in 140 character days. And it was the most wildest story I ever heard on Twitter. And they finally going to make that into a movie. And it's getting the backing of, uh, what is it, A24 Studios, I think? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the, 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 the it's uh, <laughs> the Twitter thread. But, yeah, I think that's the aspect of it where it's like, like my girl, she doesn't listen to rap at all. She has no concept of it. She doesn't know who's who, what's what. Like, nothing, none of that. And so... Yeah. So if she does know about it, it's because it was the the bigger event stuff. Like, it was a moment in time that everyone knew. It's, like, pop culture level, you know? Like, all the underground shit that we're talking about, no idea. Anything that was, like, on a big, big scale, humongous stuff, yeah, of course. That's, like, the bigger things. But Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, there's not really too many musical moments where, like, everyone's listening to the same thing at the same time. Like, maybe even in the last, like, couple years, uh, Jay-Z's 444, maybe – Kendrick's albums there's um, a couple other people but like in general there's not you're not gonna have those moments anymore where like every single person that's into music is listening to a, a particular rap album at a particular time and all discussing it at once you know yeah I think those gate those days are kind of gone but it but you know this has been a crazy ass year for just like rap music in general and hip-hop and all that kind of stuff which is actually dope. And there's so many good albums out. Like you can, you can actually be like, "Oh yeah, I've been listening to this and this and that." And they're all new stuff, and not just getting you know stuck in our or our old stuff that we always retread to when we were like hey, don't you play the oldies. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. Like even you know where I live now, like they have a a quote unquote oldie station, and it's all '90s and 2000 (laughs) R&B. Nice,
1: yo.
0: So they're like, "Oh yeah, one uh something from way way back." It's uh Casey (laughs) and JoJo. All my life.
1: As yet, last night. (laughs) What?
0: As yet, wow. (laughs) And actually, you know what? And it's comedy because. They, um, the same radio station, they do a night, uh, they have a club or whatever that's free, whatever on Fridays. And like, I went to it and like all the same music that I, as I like, I like R and B and like, I hit like hip hop, but like particularly the, the nineties and early 2000s stuff. And that's stuff that I like to play when I get a chance to do it. It's fun, whatever. If I'm in New York city, I can do that. And people my age would listen to it and enjoy it. And we'd all like have fun and dance and sing along, whatever. But being here in more of a suburban situation at that club, Everyone that was there was literally 40 to 50. Like it was wow. all older people still listening to the same music, but it was just so interesting. Cause I'm like, the people watching was amazing. But it just like in New York <laughs> C- in New York City, it would be, you know, 35 to 40, 39-ish people, all oh man, I remember this and I was in middle school and high school. This was so much fun. But like now you have people in like I'm going to the club here and I just went there and I'm like, yo, everyone is it Ill- legit in their mid forties. I, I guess
1: you never you never visit. Club Shadow in New York, Cam, because No, were, <laughs> um,
0: purpose. <perfect. laughs> to the same crowd. That and Sugar Hill. I was like, bro, no, thank you. I got, one yeah, time, yeah, it was like, bro. yo, we we're having a party at Shadow. I was
1: like, alright, yo, I showed up. I said, yo, what, na- what night is this? What What's going on here? Why is everybody like 55? Said, this is Shadow every night. Keep in mind, I'm in my early 20s. I said, yo, they set me up, yo. I ain't wow. never coming back
0: here, Yo. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I, I laugh because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, it makes sense that that's the type of crowd it would be there because that's the music. But again, because in New York, I'm more around people exactly my age or younger. Uh, and and if I play that type of music, they appreciate it, not realizing that I really am playing older music, which again, yeah. is high school, that kind of stuff. So everyone, when I'm a freshman and everyone that was a senior and they're like, you know, 94 or whatever, 95 they're you know they're in their 40s or mid 40s so it makes sense that when they hear oldies night of 2000s and 90s music of course they're gonna come out you know that's
1: true yeah
0: so yeah that was a kind of a culture shock to me right and (laughs) i mean the the people watching was amazing but it was just like i it it, it just reminded me that like because i'm not that much younger than them and they were still enjoying the same type of music that i would but it was the first time i had been in the spot where like oh shit everyone here is literally 10 years older than me where i'm always i'm always the oldest person and it was just like an interesting uh difference <coughs>
1: yeah alexa play it feels good <laughs> uh,
2: there, there was a place there was a place like that in uh in san jose called the french quarter and that was for like the 40s 50s crowds <laughs> and it was i remember <laughs> when you were bored in college and there was no other place to go and you went over there and you're like man never <laughs> Never. Again.
1: Yeah, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go study. It's
2: so all the
0: single. <laughs> Other, oh, s- <laughs> single moms out there. In the, in the late 40s. Yeah. But uh, to all the
2: gray foxes out there. Cool. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, let's
0: Let's uh, let's wrap this up and we'll do uh, some final words. Dwayne, you want to go first?
1: Uh, God damn it. Yeah, I never have a final word these days, but I just want to say. Flu season is upon us. I never get the flu, but I feel like this shit might be the flu. Not yeah, not gonna work for real, yo. So I'm. I got my zinc, my vitamin C, my water. I don't believe in them flu shots, yo. So, people, <laughs> wash that. your hands. Oh yeah, exactly. Wash your hands. I work in IT, so I gotta touch people's keyboards. Wash your goddamn hands. Stop coughing out there. Keep your station clean, man. Because if I'm sick, I'm going to be upset, y'all. So lesson of the day, wash your hands, drink your orange juice, take your vitamins. Now I sound like Hulk Hogan, but you know what I mean, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Keep your stations clean.
1: Yeah. yeah, keep your stations
0: clean. Uh... Cam, final word?
2: Uh, I'm playing fantasy, and my final word is fantasy sucks. Right now, fuck your boy, and... I'm excited that my Lakers are relevant again and we're playing right now. Um, as we're drafting, I'm in the middle of a draft. So um, yeah, that's my final word, man. Fantasy sucks. Don't get involved, just watch from afar. It's not worth your emotions. <laughs> nice. Too much pain. Yo, I give you a, let me let me let me add on to this. I I told Dwayne this. I was so tight, I lost a match. My girl kissed me on my forehead. I was pissed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was super tight. You got consolation that, prize. That, sympathy, that,
0: sympathy that, that just made it worse, yo. Worse, b. Got the worse, cons- b. got consolation prize. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I, I had another final word about dogs and snakes, but I'll say that for the next podcast. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, my final word is: I watched Venom today. And it was not a good movie, but it was an entertaining movie. (laughs) And, um, but it also reminded me because I had also watched uh, Mission Impossible, and that was actually a really entertaining movie. And um, it was actually fairly good too, like it was solid. But I think Mm -hmm. the, I think I'm, I actually enjoyed watching it because it was a good escape from the realities of today, which is pretty heavy of lately. And, Mm -hmm. I think that um, I embrace more movies like that where it's a good break from reality. You Just kind of have fun, go in, watch it. You just, you're not you're not expecting an Oscar moment, but you're not expecting anything crazy. You're just like, yo, I can be entertained. I got some popcorn. I can leave. It's forgettable, but at least I, I don't feel like I waste my time where you know, <coughs> kind of just uh, turn the brain off, enjoy it, and then, and then keep it moving. So yeah. I think it's it's not a bad thing to watch movies that are just the popcorn movies and getting back to that and being okay with that where we don't have to have Every movie has to be super epic, or every movie has to be an yeah. Oscar contender. You know, you can
1: just- yeah, one of my coworkers broke it down that way. She was like, "Well, that's a movie, like what you're describing." And then say like, "The First Man." She's like, "Well, that would that would be considered a film." So I'm yeah. Like,
0: ah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the
1: way she broke it down, I'm like, "Yeah, that is the way it should be described."
0: Yeah, you but know,
1: like, so yeah.
0: Yeah, like you know, and again, like I and like I know film and I understand the breakdowns of everything, so I can you know, like I could if I really wanted to, I could tell you how bad the pacing was or this was wrong or this or yada yada yada. But it's but not made it, for that crowd. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and like it was one of those things where like I went in, I watched it, I laughed a little bit, it was funny, had some good action, great CG, and at the end of it, I was like, oh, all right, this is cool, you know, and then I didn't feel like I wasted my time, you know. I think I'm glad that that type of a movie existed and it came at the right time because it's like you know literally right now there's so many different uh hardcore things that are happening from top to bottom that you could easily rifle off like we could have easily made a really sad and depressing podcast right now where we're like no yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about music <laughs> we're gonna be a little bit lighter <laughs> like you guys can watch the news for all the depressing shit seriously yeah, <laughs> yeah that that's my that's my thing sometimes you just gotta. You know, turn your brain off, go watch some fun stuff and enjoy your life as opposed to uh dwelling all, all the darkness that's been coming out of lately. Facts. facts. Yep. But um yeah, man, that was uh that's good guys. I like that. It was good. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right um all right, man. Well, well this is the table of truth and we are out. Peace. Peace. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of The Table of Truth on iTunes to search The Table of Truth Podcast.